0: Hey there, rise up. It is Jasmine still here with another episode of the podcast for the healing woman. Uh, As always, I'm excited to have healing conversations. This is a place where folks come to grow, to be able to connect with other people that have similar stories to them, or maybe not so similar stories, but there's something in their sharing that can touch your heart, and that can elevate your healing to the next level. And today, we are talking about healing the mind, the body, and the spirit. Um, I have fitness and nutrition expert, Mr. Joe Solomon, with me today of Transform Mind, Body, and Spirit. And I'm excited because there's such a great connection between healing our minds, healing our spirit, and healing our bodies all It it all goes Mm -hmm. together. And so uh, I'm excited to have this conversation with you, Joe. How are you, sir?
1: I am doing fantastic. It's a pleasure to be here. I've been thinking about this all week.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Me too. So Joe and his beautiful wife, Shauna, they actually were both my personal trainers. And it was Mm -hmm. through that experience with them that we developed a friendship. And Joe uh-huh. and I, you know, working out, we would have these deep conversations while we're working out. And I'm like, dang. <laughs> His, you know, he's tapped into a spirit. He's yeah. tapped into that that whole healing conversation. Yeah. You know, that's not so common, you know, with men to to be able to sit mm-hmm. down and, and talk about the pain that we've gone through uh-huh. and you know and and how that affected us in a negative way and and how we yeah. had to kind of look <clears> ourselves in the mirror and be like look what do i what i need to i need to change some things i mean who am i fooling
1: yeah <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and it's funny cuz a lot of people come in and, and they think it's just about the uh the the physical That's i think that's just a platform the attraction to get people but i'm already thinking about that that deep connection because honestly that's the healing process for me is is learning from getting those conversations and being in that space with people that uh because it's it, a lot of people don't want to go there, but when you're there, it's so it's so powerful. And like you said, healing has to happen mm-hmm. because you're thinking about it, you're talking about it, and it, and it's gonna bring up ideas and it's gonna bring up new things in you that you just you know I, our conversations were always so good. You know, a lot of times we work out. <laughs> Right. So,
0: Just standing around talking inside. I, I, and uh, I'm mom. like, you know what? I'm supposed to be working on abs right now, but, I know, I'm, working right
1: <laughs> but yeah. I'm working
0: on my spirit. You made such a good point though. You're like, when people come to you, it initially is about the body. Like, oh, mm-hmm. I want a flat stomach or, oh, I want to tone my thighs or I, I want bigger calves mm-hmm. and It initially is kind of like the physical aspect is what draws people in, but for me, it was the spiritual aspect that kept me getting up at five o'clock in the morning, (laughs) coming to see you guys. It's so much deeper than you know, getting a six pack. That's definitely for sure. Mm -hmm. So, Joe, tell me, tell me a little bit about your kind of your upbringing. I like to kind of give folks a picture of the background of the person because it helps them to understand why you do what you do and why you mm-hmm. did what you did so t- tell me about your upbringing <laughs> and how that shaped your outlook on life
1: so i i i'm a military brat like my my pops was in the, uh, the air force and so i moved around a lot uh you know i was born in germany lived in england i can't tell you how many states i uh i lived in and so my parents were uh a lot a lot of my People in my family are, are strong Christians. They are pastors. Uh, my grandma's a pastor. I have an aunt's a pastor. My dad was a children's pastor. And so, uh, you know, grew up in a very middle class, I would say, you know, Christian uh faith uh background. And uh I was always in the sports. I was the middle child, I had two sisters, and I, and I was always in the sports, and my my dad my dad's a great guy. He, uh, he was, uh, his dad died when he was 16. So he didn't really know how to be a, you know, a father. So he was a lot, a lot of times he was winging it, but the way we connected was through sports. And mm. so, you know, my dad, I uh, ran track for the air force, traveled everywhere for the Air Force. you know, was a huge high school athlete still holds records at his school for track and field. And so when I got into football and wrestling, you know, that was his way of connecting. And that was his way of showing love. And, uh, I was always a, you know, mama's boy as well. So my mom was always there by me when my dad, when my dad was gone. So growing up, that's the dynamic that I really had. I had two sisters, one older, one younger, um, two different dynamics. Um, I'm the peacemaker. My little sister's the firecracker. My older sister's the one who, who's just a, who's smart, just, you know, knows herself, uh, and those type of things, and so uh, I went through coll- I went through high school, went through college. Um, it's a long story, man. It's a, eh. uh, uh, I know it's crazy, but shorten, shorten it up. I ended up uh, p- getting a full ride to uh, Liberty University. I played football there, and this is where my physical, this is where my my physical journey began mm. uh, with my weight because i I got hurt my s- junior year. I had a full ride and everything and i was with my wife she was my girlfriend then uh and i ended up dropping out last year of college you know i'm thinking uh, i i know somebody who works at finish line i can make money uh Sean ends up getting pregnant and i'm like man i ain't making no money right now i can't do this you know working at finish line and mm-hmm. so my dad uh my at this time i gained i can't remember 80 pounds because and was that was due
0: depressed. to the in- yeah due to the injury and not being mm-hmm. able to
1: play anymore mm-hmm. yeah it was due to the injury and you got to realize like when you're at that time you're so we are we're running constantly doing something so I remember in the middle of the night they were just you know coaches would come and bring us food um because we were people were losing so much weight so that eating routine was just 24 7 24 seven 24 7 and after stopping the eating routine didn't stop but the physical aspect stopped, you know, because I'm working Mm -hmm. now, I'm doing all the time, trying to take care of my family. And so I ballooned up really, like, fast and really big um, and got in a really big depressed state.
0: Uh, Talk about that. And then... What what that depression um, look like for you?
1: It was more of a um, very insecure person who was already insecure, if you kind of understand what I'm saying. So my life growing up, and I talk about this a lot, and and I think this shapes people's experience through life and experience how real they know God is. Mm. I never had to want for anything. You kind of get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You ever meet people who go through life and they have such a connection with God, but you hear the story and you're like, "Dang man, yeah, your God was real." Like you know, you he had to be something you know in their life that let them know that. So mine was different. I was always middle class. I was you know. Everybody liked me, but I was a people pleaser, Um, you know. So I went from mom and dad shelter to college, full scholarship, you know, so I'm not worrying about money. Um, My grandma always took care of me, sending me money uh, and things like that. And so when I was down in the dumps, you know, I didn't really know who God was because I never had that experience with God. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's something different when you are. You're like, you have nowhere to turn, and you're like, and then you know, you get that government, you're feeling like, man, I need help. Mm-hmm. For me, it was just an act the whole time. It was, it was fake. Okay, you go to church because it was what we did all the time.
0: Right. And so, it
1: was, a routine. So, mm-hmm, it was a routine, but I didn't know, I didn't, you know. But the heart connection later. wasn't
0: there. The heart connection it was, was not
1: there. Yes. That has to happen and on I, and, our
0: own, and, too.
1: Yes, it does. And I think we have to go through our own path, but at some point, I think that you have to take a chance in order for to to realize some people that that life for my wife for my wife, she you know grew up foster care, you know jumping from house to house, just her and her brothers, you know, and seeing a lot of drugs, you know you know what I'm saying so mm-hmm. for her to escape that and for her for, for her to have to call on God all through her childhood, right it was you know th- that connection with her and God is there, His voice is there. Mm-hmm. Only voice I was hearing was my mom and dad saying, "Don't do that. Pray." Do you, you kind of get what I'm saying? It was just I, like mm-hmm. it was. It was never a thing to where it's like I you had don't. To, uh...
0: It's like you don't know you need God until you need mm-hmm. God. And yes. as a child, we're we're taught about God, and we see our parents talking mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. God, and our parents make us go to church, but none of it's really our mm-hmm. choice. They're just exposing mm-hmm. us to it. But it, you yes. know, it always takes us getting, like you said, down in the dumps in our own personal situation <laughs> yeah. where we begin to lean on him outside of our yeah. parents because we realize that our parents are human just like us. They're not perfect. Yeah. They're not going to mm-hmm. always be available. But one thing we do know is God is. And with, yeah. with Shauna, because her her upbringing was so unstable and so rocky, um, she she had... She had to get to know God a little sooner, based on her environment. Yes, and for you, mm-hmm. it was totally different. And that, I want to talk. About, I want to hear more about that depression because that's real. Like with <laughs> us, you know. Yeah, it's a real. It is. It's real in the black mm-hmm. community, and a lot of times we're operating in depression, and we don't even know it. So, we're like, "What did your depression you yeah. look
1: like?" It was. It was just an eating habit. It was my I, lack of decision making. Uh, lack mm. of uh, confidence, you know, and and you just, I would fade back out of the scene. I would withdraw from people. I would try to be by, my, uh, be by myself all the time. Um, um, drinking. And th- th- to be honest with you, a lot of it came with a lot of health problems. I was in and out of the hospital for, you know, uh, for heart, you know, issues, stomach issues. And, you know, it just began to eat away at me. Uh, and I... It was hard to recover from that um, just with my relationships, just I, w- I was acting in a sense of needing validation so much from everybody that I was ruining every relationship mm. because I was trying to get too much. So I would over love to try to get the love back. You kind of get what I'm saying. I just want somebody to be there. I just want this. I want mm-hmm. that when really the work needed to be within myself. Mm-hmm. And God was trying to tell me, lean on me, come to me, you're trying to get on all these people. you're trying to do all this stuff, but it's it's not out there. And mm-hmm. I would go for years. I would I mean this would go for years. I would think I' would break out of it and uh, only to chase something else outside. You kind of get what mm-hmm. I'm saying. It was never a, it was never an internal healing
0: it was all like trying to put a bandaid on it using other people. One day you and I were talking about when we were working out, you were talking about how you viewed women and how you felt that you used women during your painful time before you knew who you oh. were, before you really started your healing. Talk about that like as from a male perspective, how you viewed women and how your healing's changed that view.
1: And that's, that, man, that healing, dude, that took so long. And it's still, a, it's its something that doesn't just automatically go away. Right. It's something it's that I have to follow God every day about it. Because as a, as a kid, you know, and this is, you know, it goes, a lot of stuff is just perfect. You know, it's in us, you know, as a kid because of our experiences. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, my parents were going through issues. So when my mom had me, she had a lot of resentment and things going on in her. And so, you know, all my family would just tell me, you all you did was a cry. You're just a cry, baby. Oh, oh, oh. you know, just cry all the time. And I think that has a lot to do with how sensitive I am now, you know, and 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 my emotional state is just so elevated. So when I when I viewed women or when I needed validation, I kind of felt like my mom wasn't there or she didn't love me and and, and she does but I think just at that time period I felt that
0: like an emotional disconnect
1: yes an emotional disconnect and when and and when somebody emotionally disconnects from me I'm telling you I like I I'm just really fighting to get over that like it could be if I'm your I'm your friend I give everything you know all my friends my wife was like you you know uh sometimes I don't even know who you're married to you know Mm -hmm. because you're like even if it's my guy friends, I just, you know, because I want that connection. And so with the women, the it was more of a... Mm-hmm. And so when my wife would disconnect, it would hurt. You know, it hurt bad. and But she would disconnect because of her childhood. You have to disconnect in that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You can't mostly be you there know, all the time. You would go crazy.
0: Right. And, and so yourself. when that would
1: happen... Yeah, you have to protect your heart. You know, protect your your life, protect your loved ones. And so, mine was I. I wanted that because I I yearned for that. So I would just go to I would I would find women, and I knew the right words to say, mm-hmm. or whatever to do. But then at the end of the day, I didn't want it from them. I wanted it from a certain person, was was Shauna. But then again, I shouldn't have impressed that on her. You kind of get what I'm saying,
0: right? Make because her responsible love, for
1: your hmm
0: happiness or, my, or you feeling yeah, value yeah. like another that's a lot to yeah. put on another person to do because they got they yeah. have their own stuff to deal with
1: yeah and then yeah and then because they're always you're always going to get let down and i used right. to, you know that was my thing like you disconnect i can't take it and for a long time and i still i still believe this like sometimes women don't think that men hurt that way you know it's one of those things like you see a man do something out of his heart and you say, you know, or an action and he does. And people think that, you know, oh, he's just a selfish guy. He, you know, that's just him. I'm not saying all, you know, there aren't guys like that out there like that. But a lot right. of men are hurting emotionally. A lot of men are, are aching emotionally and don't know how to deal with it. So when you suppress those emotions and you let them go, because when they arise, it's uncomfortable. When you try to keep those things back, you can never get over anything. You can't. You, you are not yourself because uh, there's so much, you know, down there just boiling and just sitting in there. And then you hear about, you know, people just, you know, snapping at something. And then, then, then they say the guy's crazy. The guy's not crazy. It's years of pent up stuff. And if you just said the wrong thing, his emotions are so pinned down. You, you don't know emotions run a lot you know they're powerful and when not dealt with they can be dangerous
0: i feel like for women you know it's more accepted in our culture to be quote-unquote emotional so we're allowed Mm -hmm. to cry we're allowed to Mm -hmm. be sad we're allowed to be disappointed we're allowed to be scared Mm In our culture, men are not allowed those things. You, the The emotional range is very limited. You can be angry, Joe. You can be aggressive, Joe. You can be passionate, Joe. You can be all of these, you know, traditionally masculine emotions, but you're a human. So you do yeah. have the other emotions. You do have the sadness. You do have the fear. You do have the sensitivity, like you mentioned. And in my you know, my heart really goes out to men because it's like they're put in a box and the world shames them for having yeah. emotions that appear feminine. How, yeah. how did mm-hmm. you embrace those quote-unquote feminine emotions, which I, I don't even want to give it that label because it's not that. Uh, it, what yeah. it really is is human emotions, sadness, fear, doubt. Yeah. That's human. Yeah. How, do you, how does a man... Yeah. How does what does a man need to do to just to, to for him to get out that mental block that he can't feel this way and that he has to suppress it? Like, how do you how does a man how did you do that?
1: I, I, you know, it's, it's man, I don't know because I've always been a person to go to myself and look, you know, to myself and cry and do all those type of things. I just never did it and open right now talking now talking about it it really came when I began to like be in the gym a lot now and it's crazy because uh a lot of my you know gym partners were I was always the bigger guy you know I would that was just me and so people would come talk to me and they would see that I don't really like to talk about lifting, I want to know you. You kind of know what's your what's your story? Like, you know, and as we begin to talk like that, uh there would like people just start opening up to me. Mm-hmm. And it was crazy because it's the people who are physically in shape are the people who I find have the who are in control of their emotions and who can sit down and 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 be with themselves. and and sit in that dark space and my perception on that is because fear people fear pain people feel hurt people feel the the feeling of i don't want to you know feel that again so think about when you come work out right what is the what do you do what do you what are you doing to your body you are purposely putting your body in a state of pain and agony and and and, you know, you kind of get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So over time, your mindset towards pain, honestly, sometimes begins to change. And then you begin to see that, hey, you know what? Pain is growth if you do it in the right way. And so I get to see that, you know, a lot of people who are, you know, out there putting their bodies through their stress are some of the most mentally strongest, but also emotionally deep. People, if you can sit down and talk to them and get them to be that way, so and and that's why I I I named the business mind body and spirit because it's one of those things. It's you you think it's the body that's that's changing. Ooh, it's your mindset that has to change. My aunt my aunt always told me, "Hey, everything you see in this physical world came first through a thought, and if you don't control what you're thinking and you know focus on that." Then your outside world, you, you it, it's gonna it's gonna show. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I, I just try to get that through people. It's just like, especially men, you know, and a lot of guys that come to the gym with me now, like, are in here now. We don't, I I purposely don't have that conversation because it's and it, when you see a big guy talk about it, then you kind of see like it's okay. Mm-hmm. You kind of get what I'm mm-hmm, saying. Mm-hmm. So you don't you don't look like a, a softy right and that's why i that's why i stay in shape i really i love working out because it's a stress reliever and things like that but it really purposes because when people come to me they're just thinking i'm just some we're going to talk about weights and lifting this and that and it takes them by surprise when i'm talking about your heart your stress levels your your relationships Mm -hmm. you know your uh uh your sex life Mm -hmm. um you know all all those things play play mm -hmm, your relationship with your wife your relationship with your kids relationship with your parents you know all that stuff plays a role and i'm still dealing with that stuff so for me to talk about it makes it easier Mm -hmm. as well
0: no that's exactly it yeah we are we all are transformed and healed by our testimony by our stories that's exactly mm-hmm. why i do this podcast is so that it's mm-hmm. it's 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 a simple concept by us being honest and transparent yes. about our humanness it gives other people permission to do the same thing and when you see a yeah. big buff guy like you like you said it's a whole bunch of Prejudgment about you,
1: yeah. and then
0: you open mm-hmm. your mouth and you start talking about some real stuff. Then folks are like, "Oh shoot! Well, if he could talk about his struggles, yeah. then I could talk about my struggles." I think a lot of it is too. As humans, we 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 want to put up these fronts, and we want we want mm-hmm. people to believe yeah. a certain thing about us, and all of that's just rooted mm-hmm. in our insecurities. Because why do we even care what people think? If we can exactly. validate ourselves, we don't need somebody else's validation. So I, I, but
1: that's it. That, go
0: ahead. Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, you
1: No, I was saying you said it. You said it first when you said you you have to be honest. And that, I think that's the hardest part for people is just to be to be honest because everything around us is so fake. Right. You know, everything is so fake that being fake is being real now. Right. You don't even know the difference. Right. You know what I mean? I'm like uh, I I remember one time I for example I uh, I I was training like a, a it was an Instagram influencer like big time had all the followers and stuff like that asked me to go help help uh, help her move you know cause she would uh, move to tech uh, not to tech, uh, like somewhere I can't remember but you what you saw on Instagram and then the place that it was actual not I mean could it was night and day like literally and I'm you know. And I'm seeing this, and people are following it and trying to be that, Mm. but there is nothing. There is nothing in that in the in the in the real world. It's like the Wizard of Oz, the little dude behind the curtain, right, pulling all these strings and doing all this kind of stuff. But deep down inside, she was hurting, and that's what hurt my heart. Because you're chasing something that you know that you know has no substance, right, right. And then you got to live with the fact that you're telling people to do this
0: that's the crazy part that is just not got to feel that can't feel good going to sleep at night knowing yeah knowing that that's what you're projecting all day and you're not being Mm -hmm. honest with yourself what and you you said it best with the pain part people don't want to feel pain so Mm -hmm. you know the best way to avoid it is to put a bunch of shiny glittery sparkly things on top of it like houses and cars and plastic surgery and because they're trying mm-hmm. so hard to avoid the pain. And I think, too, the longer we suppress things, the further we get away from it. Oh, no. So like you said, the fake mm-hmm. becomes real. What what we're telling ourselves becomes our truth mm-hmm. because we've suppressed the 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 real truth. We've suppressed it so far because we just don't want to relive it. But what I found yeah. is in going back to dig up that pain is where your true freedom comes in. It's like when they say with history, if you it don't know right if now. you don't know where you come from, <laughs> you don't know where you're going, it's the same thing. If you avoid yeah. that if you avoid that pain from the past, it's mm-hmm. just it's pretty impossible to have a happy life, a peaceful life. Yeah. You know?
1: Yes, it is. And and then I, then another thing I see a lot of people, they don't want to take ownership
0: mm-hmm.
1: of it. And, and ownership is so much freedom because then you are back in control. And I see that a lot, but in taking ownership means you got to sit in that and, and own it, you know? Like, I, I remember an example. So um, the way I, you know, in my relationship with my wife, I hurt my wife a lot, you know, a lot. And so her trust was already... You know, done just because of her, her her beginning life, but now I'm adding on to that. So the trust with me, you know, at you know, at certain parts is like it's is hard. Mm-hmm. And so I remember, her, you know, people, her family, and people would come over, and they would sit down and they would laugh and they would joke and they would, you know, and low key, and, and I had to leave, you know, and and I'm I'm gonna tell you it was it was hard because. The person you love and care about is not in that space, that happy space with you. You know, you can't go to that space and be that and, and get the laughter and the jokes and those things. Are, right. But I had to sit down and understand that and own the fact that I had messed that up. Mm-hmm. You kind of get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I had ruined that. And so sitting there and having to sit there and and bite your tongue and not move and just, you know, was I'm talking about heart wrenching man and I like there's nights I just cry and I cry and I cry because I'm like, God, like please restore this. Like I can't this is miserable. But for so long I didn't want to accept the fact that it was always but, but this, but that. I had to own the fact that I messed that up. You know, nobody put a gun to my head and told me to do anything that I did. Mm-hmm. And it's still things that I have to sit down and 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 deal with. And that hurts. But Fitness helps me get through it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because I purposely put myself through that pain, you know, and I know there's growth in it It just reminds me of that every morning that, hey, you know, stuff's going to come. And but once you do that, grow, like you said, growth, going back and picking it up is growth.
0: What I, so, what I love about the way God works with our healing, too, is when, when we are uh, when we come to him with that contrite spirit. And that broken, mm-hmm. humble spirit, and we said, God, I know that I messed up, and I know I don't have clearly, I don't have the answers because look at the choices I'm making. I know, right? I keep going. What in the world, can you, man? Can you, can you help me, Lord? Can you lead me? Can you guide me? Can you restore <laughs> this? Can you, can you, mm-hmm. you know? Can, can you come into this healing process and and yeah. in that in that him coming into it he uses people around us to help us to continue to heal how has your wife your partner who i love both of you guys um, her <laughs> spirit is just so beautiful um how she how yeah. has she helped you in your healing process because you guys are really healing together
1: yeah you know and you know to this day we still are it's a uh, it's it's amazing how that happens. Like you know, we're complete opposites. I'm the softy, and Shauna's the, hey, you know, you step up to us. I'm a two piece, exactly. Know, like, and so, <laughs> you know, so that you know that it's taught us so much, and it and, you know over the and we're still learning this to this day. Like over the years, it's just taught that there are God's put people in your life to to show you things and 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 to help you, mm-hmm. and so. I in order for me to be the man that God wants me to be and to run a business and to lead and to help, I had to learn to step up and speak when I needed to speak. You kind of get what I'm saying mm-hmm. For so long I was sit back and there was no healing in that because guess what my emotions were still down in there. It's crazy because in the black family the 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 wife is the you know ooh, let's go. And a lot of times, you know, the men just sit, they sit back and, you know, they're just not like vocal, very, uh, vote, not at all, you know, and in order for God, He wanted, wanted to take me, I had to be vocal and I didn't, I did not learn those lessons. I didn't, I'm telling you, ma'am, and Sean would be like, I don't like them, why you like, you know, and I'm thinking like, yo, why you so mean? Like, you know,
0: Mm -hmm. like, why you
1: you know, but she is literally sitting there telling me and showing me but me being, you know, in a sense too arrogant to listen, taking it the wrong way, miscommunication was a big thing, was a huge thing and, uh, Doing that, I would just ruin so much. In a year, I lost $80,000. Wow. Because I didn't want to speak up mm-hmm. while Shauna's trying to tell me. And recently, got, man, I'm telling you, it was the, the craziest experience, man. God had me, like, laid down on my face, flat down, hands out, just crying. And he kind of flashed my life, you know, uh, in front of me. And in the part with Shauna, it had me, like, you know, you know Wreck-It Ralph, like, the, the Dude is just running through everything. Uh-huh. And like, I'm just sitting here, I'm sitting here trucking through all these walls, like, yeah, I could do this. Oh, I'm, you know, cause I'm always positive. I'm like, we're gonna figure out a way to do something. Even if we got to knock this wall over, go around it. And, and I'm just busting through this stuff. But then there are people and spirits coming towards me. And Shauna is behind me, but she's screaming. And I'm thinking it's out of anger. And I'm like, I'm not, or just cause she's me, you know, she's this. I'm like, calm down. But those screams were prayers. And it was like you could see the wave going out. And so when people would really try to come towards me, they would get close. But because of her prayers and those screams, they had to go. <laughs> then he would take me down the way of seeing that, hey, you know, if this were to go this way, do you understand what was going to happen? If you go this way, you don't see what was going to happen. So it was, it was crazy. But doing a whole screen thing, he showed me that in my and her heart was nothing but love. Mm-hmm that I didn't understand Mm. it was crazy Mm. and so those those lessons are just like I'm thinking she's screaming because she's mad or she's just like in her mood but she's screaming because she saw what was coming you know and and go ahead I'm sorry
0: I was gonna say I love how when you and when you invite God into the process he gives us perspective shifts so when, yeah. where you were looking at what she was doing as screaming and anger, it was just a mere shift in your perspective mm-hmm. that allowed it, allowed mm-hmm. you to understand it was more so her foresight and the fact that she had your back out of protection. Yeah. And you were yes. able to receive it from that perspective, but you weren't able to receive it mm-hmm. from the original perspective. That's that's mm-hmm. the beautiful thing about yep. growing is being able to get out of your own way and look at things from a different way and you got to the bottom of it was it was her love for you that's all it really was
1: yeah it was and it you know the more i think that i'm humble the more i see that i'm more arrogant than what i really think ditto and that block (laughs) that blocks my i'm telling you it's crazy man because you still think that you got it going and god's like Hit off like wake up. Yeah. Like you need to, your, your, your head is in your you know, it's not in the right place. You you're thinking you're doing this yourself. Then I have to step back and he will like just you know show me. And those are the times, you know what? And those are the times like I have been crying for years. God, please speak to me somehow. I'm like, cause I don't know. I don't I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. It just came to the point like I don't know what to do. And it, it wasn't a situation in life. That had, you know, had me down. We had a house. We had nice cars. We were working, you, you know? know. But I wasn't happy.
0: Yeah, the stuff. I was
1: so unhappy. Yeah, I had everything, you know. And I had built everything for Shauna. And God was like, that's the wrong reason. I wonder why you're mad. Because she ain't, you can't buy her happiness. You know, I don't care what ring you buy how big of a house you buy how many cars you get her, you know, how many trips she take you still going to come home and she's going to be in her feelings because you left the lights on.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, like, and, and I'm getting mad and I'm like, oh, like what? Like, what else do I got to buy to get you, you know, this? And God's saying, like, you are like that because you don't want to sit down and deal with yourself, Joe. And that's when the inner process begin to take. And I had to sit down and suck it up and just eat it and eat all the stuff that I did to realize.
0: You're spinning your wheels. Uh, Will Will mm-hmm. Smith shared a very similar story about him and Jada and how he was doing everything for her. The big house, the trips, the vacations, mm-hmm. all the heat. Like he was providing for her because that is, that is you know, traditionally a male's role. I appreciate that in men that take honor in providing. And, and so he yeah. was doing, a lot of times men think that that's the thing that's the answer to buy her stuff. Mm -hmm. Just if I could just buy her something else or if I could just, you know, give her some good sex, give her, give her that physical part. Men think very limited in terms of, you know, what it takes to, uh, have a fulfilling relationship with a woman so in a way you were you were just doing kind mm-hmm. of what you were created to do that providing aspect but it was a little yes. deeper than that it was it was deeper than the mm-hmm. things and and like you said it, it took you back to looking in your own mirror like dang i'm doing all of this and it still <laughs> it still ain't working yeah. um tra- yeah. transform mind body and spirit is 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 a purposeful business you know folks can start business to make money we can anybody can start a business and go make some dollars but it doesn't mean that you are fulfilling god's purpose for your life and in closing i want you to share how dealing with your issues have led you to your purpose with your company Transform.
1: um so i i we, we built, uh, what well, we named it years ago, and I just think that God knew what he was doing at that time, but we didn't. And I, when I think of the business now, and where it's leading to, it's, uh, it's a lot of kids, and a lot of, you know, parents and adults, just like me and my wife. And the reason my experiences and my life has come to, you know, to make this full circle is we all have issues we all have uh our problems we all go through our own thing but i really believe that it starts change starts you know with the way you think and the way you perceive life and who you and who and who god is to you and so that's why i always say it's the mind it's always the mind you know how when you came in and it's always mind body and spirit and when i say mind it's because I got to get you to change the way you think. Mm-hmm. You you come to me because I'm a big black, you know, I'm, I'm a big dude, you know, I'm a big like black like buff guy, and you're like, man, he's got to know something just because of his physical aspects, you know. But when you get there, you I I begin to work on your mind because I that's what changed my life. It changed my life when when I began to to change the way that I thought, and so once you begin to change the way you think, then you're. Then your physical world begins to change. You begin to produce that energy. Your body changes because you believe that you can do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And once you believe you can do it, guess what? Your aura, that energy, you begin to vibrate at another level. You can't hang around those old spirits that you used to hang around, right? Right. You begin to draw those new. You begin to draw those new ones to you now. The level that you're trying to go to, or that you're at. So that's a process. Mm-hmm. It's just not a name because of that. It's because that's how it works. You got to change your mind to change your body. Once your body changes, you begin to vibrate at that level because that's all we are. We're just you know, we're just vibrating part. Of it. That's it. You begin to vibrate at such a level that you have to shed those old spirits, those old things that come around, the people that come around, and you begin to attract those who are like-minded or like-spirited. So true. And so that would transform is a is a, is a, is a vow. Transform mind, body, and spirit. And it. so, you know,
0: I love it. I love it. I, I, you know, one of the phrases that I can't stand is when people say no new friends, no new friends. And I, and I just, oh, and yeah. I just always think that's so dumb. Why wouldn't I want to hang <laughs> out with new people that think higher, think greater,
1: want mm-hmm. better.
0: Yeah. If, if, if an old friend isn't growing with me, then I don't want to be around that mm-hmm. old friend. Give me, bring me on some new friends, like Joe and Shauna <laughs> Solomon. Bring me
1: some new friends. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and then look at that. I mean, like, what doesn't change in life? What stays the same? Nothing. Only one man, only thing oh, God is oh, God. That's it. right? Yeah, that's that's <laughs> the it. Yeah. Everything else is everything else is changing, evolving. The earth is moving. We're constantly in motion. It's the same thing. People are in your life for a hmm Mm-hmm. you came in our life for a season now look at this it's crazy you met shauna at a book reading mm-hmm. uh book signing yeah it was your book signing right? yeah it
0: was my book signing yeah. there and she told me you guys were trainers and i was like "Ooh, i've been looking for trainers Ooh, I need and one. y'all live right around the corner <laughs> and everything just lined up and, and here, we mm-hmm. in, here we are today if <laughs> if people are looking joe for a spiritual experience when they are working out how can my listeners get in touch with you. What's your social media? Where are you at?
1: I am on Instagram at King Solo underscore 1983. Um I also am on Facebook at Joseph Solomon the second. You'll have you can type in transform as well, mind, body, and spirit, and it'll come up. And I have a website that is uh I love that website. I had somebody just redo I told you we just got it was crazy you called me. We just got it redone. Nice. Um a lot of um, programs and stuff we offer on there, and it's uh, the website is www.mm M as in Mike, b as in Bravo, s as in Sierra, transformfit.com. Nice. And on there, we I do a lot of work with kids, and I so if you have kid athletes, I train a lot of athletes around here, and we also are doing we're going to start classes for adults again, so. Uh if you guys want that, it'll be a whole experience. Our classes are 45 minutes with a 15-minute detox spiritually session at the end with some hot towel, something to drink, you just chill and you guys get it out and then you go on about your day. I love it. So that. yay. I love I'm excited. I, know, you
0: know. I, I I'm 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 excited. <laughs> I'm excited for you. I'm excited for you guys' business. Thank you so much for being open and opening up that beautiful heart of yours to my Rise It With Jazz (laughs) listeners. Appreciate you being Um, here today.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I appreciate you. I love to see the growth that you've done as well, so
0: nice give the wife and the boys love for me thank you rise up with jazz family for listening to another episode make sure you share this with your friends we are all about healing and if you know somebody who's in the midst of healing needing some healing ready to make a change in their life send them over to rise up with jazz the podcast for the healing woman we'll see you on the next episode bye